hashtag inspire your event, hashtag events by snow, hashtag here we go. Welcome to the Inspire Your Event podcast. My name is Kevin Snow, founder of eventsbysnow.com. We're all here for two main reasons. Number one, you want to host a wedding or event that is completely unique, exciting, and memorable. Number two, you've got a passion for learning new ideas, discovering insider tips, and collaborating to raise the industry standards. I've worked full-time as a wedding and special event DJ since 2011. During that time, I've learned what makes an event successful and met some awesome people along the way. So let's discover these secrets meet some of these people and have an inspired event. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Inspire Your Event podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about hashtags. And hashtags are something you've probably used before or at least seen before. Uh, You may be an expert on hashtags or have never used them, but we're going to look briefly at what they are and how to use them and how they can impact your wedding or event. So the hashtag, it's the the old school pound symbol, the tic-tac-toe board, or I like to think of it as kind of like a piece of an image of a net. You know, it's just a, a net and it catches related content. So they're used on basically all social media platforms. I personally use them mostly for Instagram purposes, but hashtags are used to group related content. So if you were to find a hashtag as a very common word such as music, and you put that into your social media or you use that hashtag, you're going to get a ton of results. So as of this podcast, for music, there's over 200 million hashtags that exist on Instagram. The word event, so hashtag event, has 15 million hashtags that exist on Instagram. And uh, I even looked up supercalifragilisticexpialidocious only has 72,000. So if you're wanting to find things that interest you or ideas for your event, if you think about those words, search those as a hashtag, you're going to see a lot of pictures and images that people have posted with that specific hashtag. Um, As a side note, there's also a resource, hashtagify.me. So it's a website, hashtagify, hashtagify hashtagify.me. And it's a, a site that you can test the hashtag and it will give you related hashtags. So if you type in the word wedding, it's also going to pop up, you know, dresses and other things. And it will show you the popularity and trends of the hashtag that you put into it, which is pretty cool. But we don't want a hashtag that everyone's used for your event. We want something that is very unique, something that only you will use and no one else will even think to use that hashtag. And a way that you can come up with that is go onto Instagram and run a search. And you can search specifically for tags. And in real time, it's going to tell you how many hashtags exist on Instagram for what you type in. So like I said, you're looking for a unique hashtag no one else has used yet or ever think to use. And we'll get into that in a little bit. But you also want to pick something clever that's involving what you and your event are about. 
So if you're getting married, it's going to be what your last name is going to be. That's pretty uh, popular to do, and you can come up with something unique that way. Um, but if your last name is very common and you pick something such as hashtag Smith Wedding, chances are there's going to be a lot of photos not related to your wedding. Um, so actually, if you go into Instagram and put Smith Wedding, you're going to see people who have put Smith Wedding 2016, Smith Wedding 2017, and you click on that and there's a bunch of people whose weddings are all grouped there together. So that is not the goal of what we're trying to do. Anyway, that's a little bit about hashtags and there's way more information on utilizing them and how to post a picture and make your caption look pretty by hiding your hashtags and so on, but we're not gonna get into all of that. So let's just fast forward to you planning your event. You should start hashtagging pictures and posts related to your big day from the moment of the inception of planning this event or your engagement. So your engagement photos would be the beginning and that way you have all of your pictures timelined as a memory, a memory lane that is organized. And you could also let your vendors and your guests know the hashtag ahead of time too. That way, if your vendor is making preparations before the event, like they're baking a cake or they're putting your flower arrangements together or anything that they're doing, they're gonna be taking pictures of their work anyway and putting that online so they can use your hashtag and that'll give you a fun sneak peek and rev up the excitement for you and your guests. Because if your guests, if they're using the hashtag and they're traveling to the event, like you know, getting on a plane or driving there or the day of getting ready, they're going to post pictures of themselves, use your hashtag, and that's going to be coming in. And it's just going to add to the anticipation and the excitement of the event. But here's where things get a little tricky because there's going to be times where you don't want uh, some moments and everything to have the phones out taking pictures and the phones need to be put away but we live in a world with phones and social media and it's such a part of our daily lives that if people are posting mundane things that nobody even cares about. So you can be sure that when something cool or beautiful and out of the ordinary is going on, it's going to create even more of a desire to take and post pictures. And you can't expect everything to look beautiful and people to look nice and there not to be pictures taken. After all, I think part of the entire reason people get dressed up for these parties and everything is just so we can have a big photo op and post how cool the things we're doing are. So you're going to have to expect that that is going to happen. Um, but like I said, many times people don't want there to be phones out. And that's going to be, for instance, you know, during a ceremony. Couples want their guests to be in the moment and present. The only problem is every day of our lives, we are in the moment and present of whatever we're doing, plus the addition of our phones. It has become a part of being present. So people don't know how to be present without their phone. You know, I'm in fact, some people have a piece of hardware that keeps their phone attached to their hand. So they don't even have to worry about holding it and it just stays there and they can be in the present and not have to even worry about holding their phone. It's just there. So what are you to do? Well, wherever you originally tell people about your hashtag, which could be your invitation that you send out, um, is a very common place to do that. Go ahead and let them know that they will not be using their phones during the time you want phones to be absent. And let them know why it's important to you that you have a professional photographer, you know, something brief, just so it's not like you just saying, no phones allowed, you know, let them know that this is important for them to be there for that moment and to, you know, 
hopefully they're adults or and have self-control. Um, but then remind people again at the event, because from the time of the invitation to the event, they may forget. Uh, a lot of times people put up a sign or something that, and they call it unplugged. Like that's the word unplugged, which I'm not a big fan of since all the devices we have are wireless already and we're completely unplugged, but whatever. Uh, you can have a sign uh, that's right outside the ceremony, have it printed in your program, have your officiant. I, as a DJ, have even had to get up and tell people, you know, that the couple has wanted to keep everybody uh, in the moment, no phones. And you'd be surprised, like people still keep their phones out. And it is really frustrating, especially if I'm the one who went up there and said that. So I know it's got to be frustrating for you. So definitely let them know, give them these reminders because if it's really important to you and you want those phones away, you're going to have to tell them a couple of times. And that's just how it is. Um, but you, you can't be like very authoritative about it. Taking people's phones in a basket at the beginning of the ceremony is just going to cause a bigger headache in the long run of people searching for their phones and they can't find their phone and people are taking the wrong phone and you can't, people are not going to leave them at home or even in their car. It's just not going to work. We're too far gone as a culture that needs to be and stay connected. But there is one thing you can do if you feel like, you know, people just really, really, really want to take those pictures. And that is to provide an opportunity where they can actually take pictures. Maybe it's, a, you know, once everyone gets to the altar and in place, they just have a moment that they know they're able to take pictures right then and there. And then together, all the phones go away. And that kind of will just satisfy their need to have their own personal photo from the ceremony. But once you get to the cocktail hour or the reception, life is going to begin again. There will be phones there. So just go with the flow. You can't really beat it. So use it to your advantage with a specific hashtag. That way, you know, once everything is over, you can immediately see pictures of the awesome time everyone had. And if folks couldn't be there, couldn't make it, they will be able to see those pictures as well. And then you have just this timeline from the engagement, the planning, vendors, your guests, and everything that happened, you can go back and look at those as soon as you want to. And, you know, the thing is, everything kind of comes with a price, though. So if you are going to go down this road of using the hashtags, there are some, some things that you need to keep in mind. First of all, the hashtag should be something that is just straightforward and easy to remember, even though it's very unique. It needs to be something that your guests and vendors and people aren't going to mess up. All the words should be able to be easily spelled and it just makes sense. Otherwise, you're going to have people's pictures going into like offshoot areas and you'll never see those because you're not going to know what hashtag they used unless you look at their own personal Instagram. You'll say, oh, that's why I didn't see that. They used the wrong hashtag. Another thing to keep in mind is you don't want anybody taking pictures that are supposed to be a secret or a surprise. So, you know, no bride photos prior to the ceremony or even, you know, like trying on dresses. If you want to keep the dress a uh, surprise, you don't want pictures of those types of things getting out there. And you also have to have the risk that the pictures that are posted may not be so good. You know, they could be uh, some goofy looking pictures or just downright you think you look ugly on them. You know, you're, it's your wedding day and you want everything to look pretty and you're like, that's an ugly picture. Or it's just a 
necessarily not an interesting picture, but it is now associated with your hashtag. Now, obviously, you know, when you go back, whatever you do with these pictures, you can skip those and filter through them. So, you know, maybe it's not the end of the world. A lot of times things do end up on the cutting room floor and that is okay. But just so you know, things that go on the internet, stay on the internet. And if people are posting pictures, which they're probably going to do anyway, but with the hashtag, you're definitely going to be able to see that picture grouped with all of your other ones. And lastly, people just may not do it, which would be disappointing if you were excited about it and you go and check your hashtag and there's nothing there and then you're let down. On the other hand, if people are being very social media friendly and they're on their phones all night hashtagging everything and all of your pictures, then that's going to detract from them actually being a part of the event. Now, I don't think that's something you really need to worry about. People will most likely take pictures and then later go and put them on social media and you're not going to have a bunch of people just sitting around on their phones just posting pictures and hashtagging. So I really wouldn't worry about that, but just putting it out there just so you know that could potentially happen. But uh, the hashtags are a lot of fun, and I hope you do include it because you're really going to enjoy looking back at that later. And if you go the route of the hashtag for your event, uh, the next step could be that there are plenty of websites out there that will print your Instagram pictures on pretty much anything that you want. You can have wall art, books, stickers, coffee mugs, coasters, pillows, tote bags, uh, postcards, whatever. Like these Instagram pictures, they do not have to stay in the digital world, and that's pretty cool. So get out there and make the best of social media with your event. Congratulations on whatever you have going on. I would love to see some pictures of it. So include a hashtag that is hashtag inspire your event when you post it. That way we can all see what you've got going. As of recording this, I have not started the inspire your event hashtag yet. So let's get some stuff posted. And uh, until next time, I'll be doing what I can to help you inspire your events. Reach out to me on social media and uh, let's get together again soon. Thank you for listening to the inspire your event podcast. Like, Subscribe, be a part of the inspiration to change the way the world parties. Let's get out there and do this. No more cookie cutter weddings. Visit eventsbysnow.com for more information.